I know, I know, it's been a while, but welcome back to Greg's Chats Cash. I'm getting this podcast up and going again, and I'm going to go give my friend Lindsay a call, and we're going to chat a little bit about stuff going on in our lives, transitions, and stuff that has to do with money stuff. Thanks for joining me today. Wow, I'm rusty at this. I said stuff like four times in the same sentence. Anyway, have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Feel free to ask questions in the comments, too, and I'll answer what I can. Hello? Hello? I can. Hey, can Lindsay. You can you hear me? Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good to hear, hear from you. Awesome. All right. Hey, so I am just about to, uh, I was just about to um, chat with you a little bit about transitions, but I was just wondering and making sure that we can hear each other okay, because I hear uh, a little bit of other folks too. And, um, my, my, question, my question to you right, right now is, uh, <laughs> so where the heck are you? At Podfest, <laughs> what better place to have this conversation, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. here, um, and they're having breakout sessions. I think one of them's actually about to let out, so it might get a little noisy for a second. But uh, breakout sessions. Oh no worries. YouTube, talking on monetizing your platform, and specifically, it's a woman speaking from like a lady's entrepreneurship perspective, um, and she kind of has a boss lady community um, of her own, and has built out a podcast. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm up to. What about you? Nice. Nice. So, where in the, wait, where in the world Florida. are you? <laughs> oh, nice, 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 nice. Uh, so, uh, that is a heck of a transition. I was actually, when we chatted before, we talked about jumping on yeah, here and talking about transitions. Um, I would imagine that you're going to a podcast thing cause that's like one of your professional yeah, sort of. goals so, or something. Um, I've actually been in the process of building my personal brand in terms of lawless balance, which of course we connect on, on the monetizing and financial perspective, just really anything related to finances. And I know that you focus on the education piece, which I am really trying to hone in. So learning from you as we go. Um, so that's a little bit mm-hmm. about the personal side and I definitely want to have a podcast in that. So that's kind of, I'm brainstorming that right now, how I want that to look and building that out. And as well as that, I'm also. So are you, wait, wait, did you go, you went to the podcast gathering thing that you're at and you don't have a podcast right now? So I figure what better place to learn how to launch an amazing podcast. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. And so this is one of those things where you're just learning as you go, but this doesn't really like pay any bills for you, obviously, because you haven't even started a podcast yet, but you, you professionally work with finance so and money stuff right and a community builder by night superhero yes. by <laughs> night <laughs> what do you do at night what, what, so, what is kind of your yeah, side so hustle balance, that you're working course, on right now um, and that's all about again money finances and really how to take control and be empowered uh to live your best life by being on top of your finances because you really can't have a truly balanced life if you're not on top of that element. And that's something that affects everyone. Every single person is affected by money. So um, that's one of my night things uh, or weekend gigs. And the other one is, uh, again, building out a boss woman community right now through a platform that Jeanette Bordeaux and I started, many of you know, um, JNL City. Uh, so with that in mind, um, we're in the process of building mm-hmm. out this boss woman community. And we figured we'd love to have a podcast to be able to you know, not only build anticipation for the launch and really just gain exposure, but also to have the opportunity to provide value by interviewing women and allowing them to speak on their experiences of things that they wish they would have known when they started business, um, as well as just any tips and tricks yeah. of the trade that they've learned across the way that they want to share. 
Sure. So it sounds like you are trying to build out something for yourself so that professionally – it sounds like it's a side hustle, absolutely, but it's more than absolutely. a side – you're I'm building something right it. now, right? To the extent to where, like you said, I really do want to build something substantial. It's not just a side gig that I do every once in a blue moon. Right, right. And, you know, that's a little bit of uh, the direction I'm headed in that, like, you know, we've talked about, I'm leaving my date, my full time job at the end of the month, because I see the opportunity to build out what I'm doing on the side into something that's can be really big. Um, but at the same time, that's a huge transition and a pretty big leap of faith that I'm taking, especially it sounds like your models there's a lot more business planning and structure than the model I'm going with so far. Are you planning on transitioning Um, away from your job? My current position, I hope to continue to work with them on a consulting basis and do business development. Um, But Mm. yes, in terms of. Don't just don't quit. Just kind of downsize. Yeah, That's actually what I'm doing too. I'm going to do some part-time work. That's such a great idea. And that's not enough people talk about that. A lot of people talk about like quit your day job. It's like, what if you could just do your day job like once a week? What if you could utilize your time better? (laughs) What if you could be working on different things in your current position that happen to be your strengths? And that whenever you do that, it's providing mutual value, but then you also have the freedom and the time. You don't have the time constraint of being stuck in a nine to five every day. That may be asking your company if you can work remotely even because that could give you more freedom and flexibility of your time. So there's a lot of options um, in terms of, you know, being in transition and wanting to build your own business outside of just quitting your job because that's a lot of times the scariest part that holds people back is they're like, oh, I can't do this because if I do this, I don't have a salary. I don't have insurance. I mean, those are same concerns that I have. It's not like I don't think about those things. So with that in mind, you know, I just want to build something sustainable and I want to be mindful throughout the process. I, of course, you know, you have to work hard and business is going to be a struggle, but at the same time, like you should be still living your life and there should be some element of fluidity. So I feel like that's a very strong transition that can also give you the confidence that you need to know that your bills are paid. So you can really focus on building your business. Oh, totally, totally. And as far as that goes, what does that look like for you? Are you a, it seems like you're probably being a numbers person. You're a pretty specific yeah. budgeter, would you say, um, or, or I do you am track? I'm a budgeter. I track my spending. Um, sometimes when I go on trips like this, I'm a little more frivolous. Uh, but again, you know, I. But even still, you know what type yeah, of frivolity like you're having. You know where you're being frivolous, right? Right, right. And and you see it later of on. Course. Like you probably look at it later like, as it uh, and say like <laughs> this is. Interesting. The reason I ask is because I am actually I I tend to shy away from budget models because I am one. I don't like to get bogged down in the numbers too much. And I like the idea of forced scarcity for me. So I track and I try to keep track of things and I make sure to have as much automation as possible so that I can force scarcity. The things that are. I know that that is there to spend because other things are taken care of. But I guess with this idea of your considering a transition mm-hmm. and you're such a numbers cruncher what are you looking at and i guess and definitely uh that you're making these decisions because we don't make these decisions to quit our job and avoid it's not like we're just like all right fam like deal with it i'm quitting <laughs> yeah, my job <laughs> you have to talk with the loved That's ones about this what does it look like for safety comfort trust when it comes to your finances the family okay, yeah, and that so move that's, a, that's a, um, a really excellent point so a little bit about my personal experience as of right now. Not only am I in a position where, you know, I'm transitioning my job, such as you, Greg, but I'm also in the process of purchasing a home. So that has been a very big financial responsibility 
that I'm bringing on to not only myself, yeah. but to my partner, uh, Jesse Boisina, if you're watching, hi. Probably mm-hmm. not watching live, but you'll see the replay. <laughs> but anyway. Um, hey, Jesse. So yeah, that, I mean, that was a big, I wouldn't say a matter of contingency for us because, like, he has the utmost confidence in me and my abilities, which is a huge strength in our relationship because we have that mutual trust and confidence in each other. And he, we know how powerful and influential and strong that each other are as individuals that we are constantly like pushing each other to rise to the next level and he knows that that might not necessarily Mm. be a traditional path for me um because i do have a lot to offer and there's a lot that i want to give to the world and you can't necessarily always do that with a nine to five so support supportive conversations that are open is so important like that's very much been a big part in fact i hear that and feel it myself in my relationship but i hear that all the time people talking about how without consistent conversations and support, uh, especially with partnerships and spouses, uh, loved ones, like it's just, it's so hard to pull this stuff off because we're, we're feeling, we're really taking that leap into the, I don't know exactly. Oh, what exactly. This is yeah. Be. I mean, there is of you course know. an element of yeah, uncertainty. So. People that are extremely risk adverse, you know, feel more uncomfortable with something like this. And again, that's why it's even better for those risk adverse people that are watching this, that have some business idea or have some passion deep within them that they're not really fulfilled on or expressing because they feel like they're held back by their jobs you know i mean start building now and don't limit yourself don't limit Mm. your mentality don't hold on to those limiting beliefs that tell you this is the way it's been done this is the way i have to do it you know the world really is your oyster and it really is going to be what you make it and we're in such a advanced and global economy and technological age that with working remotely and again having these other balancing acts it's not unheard of to redefine your role um, and again, sure. like you mentioned about having open conversations, not only with the person that's your significant other or your family member, that's going to be financially affected by the transition or the decisions that you're making, but also, um, you know, being mindful of having that conversation with your employer being, having an open dialogue. It doesn't mean that you go into your boss's office and kick mm-hmm. the door down and say, this is what I want. And if this doesn't happen, like this isn't going to work. No, I mean, of course you have to be tactful and yeah. strategy in place, but it's like going to them and expressing the things that you're doing and the things that you're passionate about. And if there's any relevance or overlap in the two things, you know, how you feel like you can tone that with them as well in a partnership. Um, and if, you know, that doesn't apply Absolutely. to your topic or your industry, maybe it's more, you know, for example, I'm an accountant and I do things in the boss women community space. So yes, there are boss women who are accountants, but not every accountant is a boss woman. Um, so, but that's just an example for myself, but if there is overlap, see what you can do. If there's not, then again, have that conversation about maybe you could work four days for 10 hours and get your 40 hours and still have that extra day to be doing what you're trying to do. I mean, there are a lot of options these days. Maybe you can work in the office two days a week and work from home two or three days a week. Absolutely. And in fact, one of the things that I saw when I was offering, because, you know, when I gave my resignation, uh, they said to me, maybe there's other ways we can work together. And I really looked at my work week and I looked at where are the hours I am most effective for these people, where they're getting the most return out of me. And that's that's what I offered up. I was like, hey, what if I did this three or four or six hours a week? And, and they were like, great. And I was like, and I love doing that thing. So it's like, great. Awesome. I'm good at that. Um, and it's not a high yeah, stress for like me managing. because I'm very good at those tasks. Exactly. Um, what, what did that conversation look like 
Um, you'd mentioned this whole idea of starting your thing now, um, having those conversations with the job. One of the things I've been trying to be very careful about is in my transition, not talking too much about my that side is, hustles with my day job that, folks, because it's um, emotional. Not only, you know, yeah. Not only is it emotional and a lot of times, you know, we have an internal struggle or we're having a debate with ourselves, which we then project externally. Um, because we feel torn, we feel like we want to put more time to our passions, but yet we're held back by this job. And then it creates mm-hmm. sometimes a negative headspace, which makes it to where whenever you have a conversation about it, that's reflected and it comes across negatively. So it's very important to be mindful. Right. Um, for example, <laughs> this is so recent and fresh for me. I actually had this conversation with my boss yesterday. So talk about real life experience mm. and relevance. So with that in mind, I mean, I had this conversation yesterday at 830 in the morning and we spoke for almost an hour on the topic, you know, and he said, I understand that you're doing other things. I know that you're a lot, very involved in business development for this firm. Um, where does your passion lie? Is it in business development or is it in the accounting work and the ground, you know, on the ground, if you will. Um, and I truthfully answered him and told him, you know, math interests me, account, accounting interests me, but my passion lies in creating relationships. My passion lies in building a community. So obviously business development touches a lot more on that in client acquisition and building those relationships and maintaining those relationships. Um, so with that in mind, yeah. you know, we've discussed what that structure is going to look like right now. I do about 20, 80, um, and potentially I'm hoping to be able to do 40, 60. And then, you know, over time we'll just phase into a different role. It doesn't have to be overnight. I'm not expecting, you know, you can't go to the table and say, these are my demands. You have to go to the table with an open dialogue and an open mind and an open conversation and say, this is where I'm at in life. How can we work together? How can you work with me to make this work? Because I care about this company and I care about you as an individual. It's very important. It's not like, oh, I'm calling the shots. You have to do this for me or you're not going to have me. You know, it's always a mutual level of respect, a mutual level of understanding. And you're not going in calling the shots. You're going in and asking for them to help you make a plan to make it work. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, Don't set the ultimatum. Make sure that you're conversational. Yeah. And that's so powerful. Someone said that to me recently. Like, don't make decisions for other people. Don't go into your mind. Don't go into a situation with your mind made Mm. of how someone's going to respond because that's going to affect your delivery. Wait, don't say that, say that again. The quote? Expecting the way that someone's going to respond because that affects your delivery. Mm. Don't make decisions for Absolutely. other people. Don't I really like that. That's great. And and so uh, just to get into this, some tactical brass tacks type stuff, when you are looking at this, one, how long ago did you start when you were like, I want to build this stuff, whether it's basically all your side hustle dream, like when did you start putting some small steps of actions towards these side oh. hustles? How long ago till, cause you're, you're getting close to I'm leaving my day job or transitioning out of it. Where, how long ago did this start? When okay, did you so start planting these seeds? Long, long ago, about four or five years ago. Good four to know. Yes. Ago, yes. I decided that we wanted to start a blog. Honestly, it was probably five or you know, six mm-hmm. or seven ago that we realized that. And how much money did you make off that blog um, in those in four or five monetiz- years? <laughs> yeah, Millions, right? Point. No, in terms of monetization, I mean, it's been, <laughs> we're lucky if we cover costs. It's not something that's been extremely profitable. Exactly. The point exactly. of it is, is like, I'm going to become this. a millionaire yes. by building a personal brand and scam everyone. The point to me is I'm going to provide value. I have something to give to the world and I want mm-hmm. to share something I think people need to know, like financial education, like empowerment to women you know these are important core values to me and i want this message spread and that's a part of my life purpose so it doesn't mean that it pays me the most i can make a lot more money to be an accountant or to do business development for an accounting firm open my own accounting firm there's a lot of things that would be very profitable but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what lights my soul on fire 
and you have to balance it out. But that 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 blog work and those last four or five years of planting those seeds and growing and cultivating has been a large part of not figuring out how are we going to make money off of this, but how am I going to make this accessible and available to people? Cause I get so excited about it. And that's the key, no matter what the topic is, folks, if you get out there and start planting those seeds, now you can two, three, four, five years into it. You're like, aha, now yeah, I absolutely. see how I can I mean, leave like, my job doing this. Doing you're it. not going to yeah, know at the be beginning. Don't back by not feeling like yeah. you have every single step of the process mapped out. Like, just get started, have a Absolutely. general idea. I'm not saying go in this blind and cover your eyes and just hope for the best. Of course, be totally. mindful as you go and pivot. Be willing. You know, don't be married to your ideas. Don't be married to a result. Because the... Mm-hmm. Don't be yeah, married to working by yourself, market. too, which oh, is 100%. also something but that's important. the market's not always going to respond. I mean, that's unfortunate, but we have to accept that. And sure. It's like you, at the end of the day, we are trying to serve others. That's honestly what's at the core of what mm-hmm. you and I do. So it's like, if we want to serve others, then we have to be selfless in that. And we have to be really trying to provide that value, you know, not just like, oh, let me see how much money I can get out of this person. It's like, it's, I've went through hardship exactly. and I've felt pain and suffering and I want to share what I've learned and what's helped me with other people. And hey, Danielle, thank you so much. I'm glad that you uh, came through and watched it. Hey, with um, just uh, uh, along these tactics as well, now that you're looking at this transition, we were you were just mentioning not just like jumping into it uh, blindly. Um, what does that look like as far as financial safety structure that you've built in? You mentioned buying a house. And so aside from those finances in your life, because that is down payments, that's planning out mortgage payments, that's planning out a lot of insurances, that's. A lot of yeah, closing costs costly. and all that stuff. So, aside yeah. from all of that, <laughs> right, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Aside from that, when it comes to you and your family and transitioning from this job, what kind of uh, cash, like you've heard, we've talked about oh, cash yeah. strongholds before, money you say you have oh, for okay. emergencies and opportunities that happen in the moment that aren't planned for like, yeah. oh, that's going to be for the next car or the house or something. How much, well, what do you try to keep as okay. a cash stronghold yeah, just to course. feel comfortable? What so, is that decision honest, like? Um, yeah. I'm not as up on this as I should be, but it's, I'm in a decent position. Um, so but with that in mind, um, sure. I would recommend having three months at minimum worth of expenses set aside at any given time. If you're planning on doing something like launching yeah. a business or quitting your full-time job, probably more. Let's be honest. And it's not as yeah. terrifying as it sounds. Like yeah. it doesn't take nearly as long as you think it does to make this happen because I started building for myself and putting money aside and not living paycheck to paycheck and saving for a house and building my credit a year ago. One year ago and I'm buying a house right mm-hmm. now. So with that in mind, like it's not out of reach. It's not something that's impossible. It just takes strategy and it takes taking the right steps. And what that means. Mindset and action. I love it. Um, So just a a little bit of a background for you guys. Greg, when he says that, I think he means more like he tracks his actual spending. He doesn't like make a plan and then follow that like Mm -hmm. verbatim and then restricting from himself. It's really like he does it more as he goes. So it's like he's conscious about his spending. Any time where he's going to spend over $100, for example, he's going to take whether that's a week or a day to think about that decision. And he's just mindful about the way he spends and then doesn't spend when that's what he needs to do at that time. That's what I gathered from what you said. Sure. And so with that in mind, totally, you totally. that in place, whether it's a budget or whether it's that actual method where you're really tracking it. If you don't have the self-control to do what Greg's doing, build a budget. Um, another 
Yeah. Yeah. That, and very much one of the things I keep keeping in mind in the last couple of weeks, especially is I am watching now that I'm like, I may, I'm leaving my job and my consistent income is, is going to be leaving or at yeah. least greatly reduced that I, it's like, okay, the, like it's time to start nickel and diming oh, yeah, some absolutely. of the spending habits, um, you know, that's something that I feel like budgeting helps do because it's okay. So when I make a budget, I don't just say, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. what I want to mm-hmm. spend. This is what I need to spend. What I say is this is what I think my expenses are. And then you do 30 days of tracking your expenses and you see how accurate that was. Mm-hmm. Depending on what those right. numbers look like. If yeah. you were really off, then you need to redo your budget. If you were pretty spot on, then what you're going to do is you're going to add, take whatever number that is for like the whole number of fixed costs and estimated variable costs, what you spend on what we call meals and entertainment as an accountant, but what you're spending on food, what you're spending on groceries, what you're spending on gas, what you're spending on transportation, if that applies to you, um, what you're spending on rent, utilities you know, tracking not only fixed costs, but variable costs as well, like going to the movies, eating out, estimating how much you spend a month in that way. And again, it's a lot easier to use your actual spending, get an idea, build a budget, but then see how accurate it is. That's a really important, I thought a lot of people miss. Sure. They're like, oh, I have a budget. Why is one of the, one of the acronyms, <laughs> one of the acronyms I like for building a quick, simple budget. What was it? It's, um, it's, uh, oh, not, fruits, uh, the, the word fruits. fruits? Uh, so it's F as in food. Rent or mortgage, utilities, uh, uh, any type of uh, um, what is I? Oh, uh, insurance, okay. technology, uh, and tr- and transportation is the T, and then stuff. So just using the word fruits, and then it's a quick way to build a dirty, dirty back of the envelope budget, and just take a look at what your monthly like estimates that. are. Just one other thing with with kind of like budgeting, tracking, and all that stuff is um also talking with your family and partners is super yeah, important they have like, to be involved. in this transition like out of leaving of yeah and and you need you need to build that cash stronghold yeah. that cash reserve to something to the highest number you, you you can't really meet in the middle on this is my recommendation anyway you, you know if you have a partner who you're you're saying like i want to change or quit my job um, and they're saying to you, well, I'm not comfortable with that unless you yeah, have nine months, have a year's money. worth yeah, of cash absolutely. stronghold. Then then that's that's fair. That's fair because you're asking them absolutely. to take a leap you're of faith to professionally you. to you're be with you. To be the security. Yeah, um, because while you might be bringing in funds, especially after time when you're building out a business in the beginning, it takes work. sure like you're not making money overnight. And you're putting it back yeah. into your business, probably. Because here's the thing. Your cash stronghold is not to drop into Absolutely. your new business. Absolutely. And that's very important, too, is keeping those right. baskets separate. You need to have your money that's mm. put away to live personal expenses, especially if you're in a partnership and you're supporting a family or you're supporting a significant other. You need to have that money put aside. Hey, Liz, that hits, that hits on a great yeah. subject that uh, we probably don't have the time to talk about here. But right now, I want, I, I want to say it just so sure. I don't forget to say it. Lindsay, I, I really want to pick your brain sometime about that structuring of the separation oh, yes. of the freelancer or the solo entrepreneur and the Absolutely. personal and budget, personal. family it's budget. Really That's a hard cool. one. It's literally the difference between yeah. well, it's the difference between so many things. It's the difference between spending a lucrative amount of money whenever you eventually are at a position where you need to hire an accountant or a bookkeeper to keep your accounting records. It is the difference between uh-huh. taking five hours to file your tax return and taking one hour to file your tax return. I mean, it's so important. And you're going to miss out on so many business deductions from your tax return. I know that's boring, but people like mm-hmm. saving money. So listen up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to save so much hey, with... money on your taxes that it's like, you'd be silly not to do it. Keep your business receipts, separate it, your it, expenses. And it's, 
And you're someone who, if someone were to hit you up with this stuff, you get excited to share this, right? So where, where is the best, where's the best place for, and by the way, we're not just having a phone call conversation. People might hear this. Um, And so where is the best place? (laughs) Um, uh, I kind of planned it that way. So it's okay. Um, And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention our sponsor today is brought to you by your attention. Thank you for all of your attention. Those of you watching, listening, taking part, you make it happen. True. Your time is our sponsor. Thank you I for Tom. That. Thank you for sponsoring today's show. Um, but Lindsay, where's the best place for people to connect so, with you directly and yeah, follow what you're up to? Me, my favorite platform is Instagram. All about the Instagram. Um, so sure. My handle on there is sure. be at Lawless Balance. L a w l e s s b a l a n c e. Um, and then also, you know, you can catch me on Facebook, Lindsay Lawless, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y on my first name. Um, and I also, you know, of course, the Boss Women community that I mentioned um, at JNL City on essentially every social media platform. And that's going to be at J-A-N-D-L-C-I-T-Y. And again, um, if any questions that you guys have, you know, shoot us a DM. If you want to get involved with any of the stuff that I'm doing, you want to partner together. Um, you know, Greg and I, for example, like we're working on a lot of great things. So if any of you guys want to work with either of us, feel free to reach out. I want to say, your, yeah. I want to say your hand yeah, yeah. too for the people that are listening. Because I am currently disclosure. Well, thanks, Facebook thanks. Live I appreciate right it. <laughs> oh, Facebook Live! Hey, Facebook Live! Uh, it's good, good, to, uh, good to be a part of it. And uh, I didn't know other people were listening too. Uh, my name's Greg Gates Jr. at Greg Chats Cash. Basically, long story short, on every social media platform that I play on, it's under Greg Chats Cash. I'm here to share free financial fun short bits of information to help people get their wealth health get a little more money woke uh money basically woke. just it's all a bunch of jargon for trying to help people with money stuff in small bite-sized fun awesome. ways and i also by the way i tagged you on the post yeah. so people should be able to click on your name pretty easy too from this video they want to connect with you. nice nice i appreciate that yeah yeah i really appreciate that and folks i am always looking to collaborate so if wow. you have stuff I, I do takeovers all the time basically i just love sharing free financial education because i think it's just uh, messed up that more of us aren't given this stuff in really accessible ways because uh those of you listening Lindsay and i've been connecting offline for a little while and i highly recommend this part we don't have a lot of uh we've done a little bit of online collaborations like this podcast and other things in the past but more importantly, we just had on and off weekly conversations that have really spurred some uh, ideas for both of us in different directions. Because we're coming at this online business building from different directions, we're able to bounce ideas. I highly recommend finding some peers, some mentors, just chatting with people who aren't just going to put yeah, – that you're not just it's pushing not agendas them. on them. You're there to talk with them. Yes, yes. Cool. Any other things you want to yeah, throw I mean, out there, Lindsay, before we great. sign off? Again, you know, I'm uh, here in Orlando speaking from PodFest. So for all of you guys who are interested in learning more about that, it is amazing. Highly recommend it. I'm hoping to, you know, experience many more things like this in the future. Same thing about, you know, podcasts. Like I'm new to the game and Greg has a little bit more skin in the game than I do. Um, but, you know, if you guys have any questions or you're thinking about starting your own, feel free to reach out. We'd love to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, those of you uh, on the Facebook live, feel free to join me over at Greg chats cash podcast, which is going to be found on Apple and Google play as well as anchor, which is the app I use to record it. Those of you who's like, I want to start a podcast. 
I'm, <laughs> this is not an ad. I've just found this app randomly. It's a great app. You download Anchor yeah, and you hit play, record, and boom, you've made a podcast. Done. It's so easy. And like, yeah, and I, I hate post-production. So also, uh, full warning, there will yeah, be no be editing unedited on this episode. Live, uh, <laughs> it's the way I roll. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, thanks again, Lindsay. I will talk to you again yeah, soon. Yeah, sounds great. Talk to you soon, Greg. Bye.